0: what is false teaching? And what is true biblical teaching? And what do both have to do with slavery to sin and freedom from bondage? Well, we come now to the final section in our study of the book of Galatians. And in chapter 6, verses 11 to 18, Paul summarizes the false teachings that the Galatians received and compares it with the accurate and correct teaching of the gospel. So let's see that together as we read Galatians 6, 11 to 18 Paul starts like this, see what large letters I use as I write to you with my own hand. Those who want to impress people by means of the flesh are trying to compel you to be circumcised. The only reason they do this is to avoid being persecuted for the cross of Christ. Not even those who are circumcised keep the law, yet they want you to be circumcised, that they might boast about your circumcision in the flesh. May I never boast, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything. What counts is the new creation. Peace and mercy to all who follow this rule, to the Israel of God. From now on, let no one cause me trouble, for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers and sisters. Amen. Well, Paul's summary of false teaching is that it has to do with the flesh and boasting in the flesh Whereas true gospel teaching proclaims the cross of Christ and boasts in it. False teaching boasts in what we do, and gospel teaching boasts in what Jesus did for us. And one way we can recognize false teaching is to see that it centers and focuses on what we are to do, how we are to obey the old covenant law, and it glories in the flesh. Now, someone blinded by false teaching might boast like this, I was circumcised, so I'm an Israelite, and I keep the law of God, so my obedience makes me acceptable to God. Well, this self-focused approach is the same philosophy that 12-step groups encourage. Someone deceived by the 12-step methodology might boast like this. I've done all 12 steps numerous times and am currently working through them again. I've been sober for four years. I've not engaged in self-gratification in six months. I've been clean for 16 days. I've been in recovery for 15 years. I, 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 but look at what Paul says about such boasting in Philippians 3. He first issues a warning in Philippians 3, watch out for those dogs, those evildoers, those mutilators of the flesh, for it is we who are the circumcision, we who serve God by his spirit, who boast in Christ Jesus, and who put no confidence in the flesh. Though I myself have reasons for such confidence, if someone else thinks they have reasons to put confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, in regard to the law, a Pharisee. As for zeal, persecuting the church. As for righteousness based on the law, faultless. Paul could boast in the flesh, in his Jewish heritage and his accomplishments. But instead, he writes, But whatever were gains to me, all those things he just listed, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What's more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. You see, the believer boasts in nothing but the cross. As Paul said in Galatians 6.14, May I never boast except in the cross, of our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom the world's been crucified to me and I to the world. When believers boast in Christ, it sounds something like this. Jesus laid down his life for me. He shed his blood for me and paid a ransom price to free me from captivity. Like Samson of old, who destroyed the Philistines at his death, Jesus destroyed my enemy through his death. In living and dying for me, Jesus made me right with God. In being rejected on the cross, he made me accepted in the beloved. He healed me by his stripes. Yeah, this is the language of the Christian, always boasting and bragging and glorying in the cross. Never in what we do, always in what he did. Now, As we close this series on the book of Galatians, here's a summary of Paul's teaching in the book of Galatians. False teaching boasts in ourselves, our accomplishments, what we've done in the flesh, and focuses on obedience to the law to perfect ourselves and mature ourselves in the flesh. True teaching glories in the cross rejoices, boasts, and exults in the death of Jesus that rescued us from sin, that set us free from its penalty and power, and gave us eternal life as a precious gift. False teaching is deceiving and enslaving as it focuses us on our self-efforts. True teaching is liberating, freeing us forever from the kingdom of darkness and rejoicing our hearts in our precious Lord Jesus, who loved us and gave himself for us. False teaching focuses on our old selves and attempts to make it comply with the law of God. True teaching continually focuses on the cross, which crucified our old selves, and made us new creations in Christ. False teachings makes commitments to try harder and do better and strive for freedom through worldly methods, human accountability, and other false solutions. True teaching encourages walking by the power of the Spirit of God, whom we receive by faith when we believe the good news about the cross. Now in closing, I believe Paul could have written this following song, which was written by Dottie Rambo, but can you sing it and really mean it? It goes like this. I boast not of works nor tell of good deeds. For not have I done to merit his grace. All glory and praise shall rest upon him, so willing to die in my place. So I will glory in the cross, in the cross, lest his suffering all be in vain. And I will weep no more for the cross that he bore. I will glory in the cross. My trophies and crowns, my robe stained with sin, was all that I had to lay at his feet. Unworthy to eat at the table of life, till love made provision for me. I will glory in the cross, in the cross, lest his suffering all be in vain. I will weep no more for the cross that he bore. I will glory in the cross, in the cross, in the cross, Be my glory ever.